Hi, Love Leaders. It's Dr. Shannon Roberts, your host for the Love Leading Podcast, where we discuss how to create connection in your most important relationship that God designed, bringing health and sometimes healing while deepening intimacy. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm Dr. Shannon Roberts. I go live every week to give you some kind of relationship tip. Um, Worked 30 years in the industry of marriage and family therapy. I'm a licensed mental health counselor, specifically working with couples. And so I also have a podcast, Love Leading with Dr. Shannon, you might want to check out as well. Um, have a book coming up, Naked and Exposed. Learning to love well using the intimacy for life method in your marriage. Um, so many different things coming up that I'm so excited to give out and have resources for couples that really do truly want to love well. Free Facebook group. I think that that notification just went out as well. So that being said, guys, I have been in a series this year, um, one week at a time, talking about tips that healthy couples do. Last year, um, I walked you through steps one emotional shift at a time, creating connection in your relationship. And we really had to address all the things that weren't necessarily going right, the things that truly eroded intimacy. And so this year I was just really thinking, ah, I just want to talk about the good stuff. <laughs> so every week we've been talking about what are the attributes of healthy couples? Um, I listen, I did not grow up in um, a home where necessarily a lot of those were role modeled for me. I grew up in a broken home, um, which is pretty much the norm these days. So um, why is this healthy, intimate way of living, loving in a marriage so elusive? Because we just don't know sometimes what it is. So today, I want to talk to you about what I know to be true. Healthy couples seek help. I know it seems counterintuitive. <laughs> Why, if you're healthy, would you seek help? <laughs> I know, right? So I, I'm going to give you two examples. And, um, and then I'm going to talk about... Um, why prevention is healthy. It's high intelligence. But I had two couples recently. One called me um, a few months back. And they were a young couple. Um, they had a heads up warning that there was an impending grief and loss circumstance that's going to happen in their, um, in their family relationship. And they decided that, you know, we're young. We don't know what this is going to look like for either one of us individually. We've never embarked on anything like this before. 
And we're also young in our marriage. So another layer of uh, we do not know how to walk through this together healthy. And we want to stay healthy. Was that not a tremendous big step for them? I mean, that's the highest level of emotional intelligence, right? That, hey, we don't know what we don't know. So we're going to go and make sure we have the foundation to get what we don't know, <laughs> right? Um, and so we've been preparing them, walking through with them. And yes, the loss has happened. And they were well-rooted and established already relationship-wise with me, their support system, their oxygen mask. We had already kind of helped them walk through some steps that could be taken prior to the unexpected um, period of time, but with the expected loss that they knew was coming. And so um, even though it's been difficult and challenging and hard, one last thing that they had to worry about was who are we going to go talk to? How are we going to get up and running and onboarded? They had already done that. Okay, let me give you another example. Um. <laughs> So this precious couple called and they are stretched thin like most young couples are, especially early in their um, establishment of their family. You know, high kind of volume career, very, very busy. <laughs> and they have three young ones under the age of four, four and under. Now get this. And one on the way. <laughs> so the fourth one coming. Four and under. Four, four and under. <laughs> and they said, you know what? It's not that our relationship is is going badly. It's it's actually it's it's actually pretty good. I mean, obviously they're not hitting on 100 percent all cylinders, because let's be honest, what marriage is. Um but they said, you know what, this, this is going to be a gift for our marriage as an anniversary gift for one another because they anticipate when this fourth one comes that it's going to be a really challenging chapter. And they just decided they wanted to do some prevention before those stressors come, knowing that maybe even after the birth, of this next child, they might not be able to have the kind of time to be able to focus on the relationship. So they're just putting some steroids in on the front end of this next chapter. I think that that is amazing. You don't have to get to a place of total brokenness or disconnection or even to that place of last ditch effort to say, this is the most important relationship and I'm going to um, give it that key priority in my time and attention, effort and focus. And if I just don't know what I don't know to continue to make it better, why wouldn't we go talk to an expert? Because we do it in all the other 
areas of our lives. I mean, we know how to balance a checkbook and we know how to pay our bills, but yet we go see a financial expert to help us invest in our future. Um, we don't always just wait until we're at a place of sickness to go to the doctor. We actually go as an annual checkup and prevention. So why wouldn't we do that equally the same on a health model in our relationship too? That there are always consistent tweaks and improvements that we can make. And this is the most important investment because you are with this person longer than you were with your parents. You are with this person longer than you're going to be with your children. You are with this person longer than you would likely be in your career setting. So why wouldn't you put that oxygen mask on your most important relationship and make sure it can be the best of the best of the best. One question I ask my couples, especially the ones that are on maintenance, we've done the hard work, they do their check-ins, just like their annual physical checkups. They just say, we wanna make sure we um, have the bumper guards on and we don't stray too far in the gutter before um, we have to do any more corrective matters. So we did the hard work and we're gonna ensure our investment and we're gonna continue to come and do our checkups. And some couples do that once a year, some couples elect twice a year, some people say quarterly, while others even say monthly because they enjoy it. But anyway, one question that I ask my couples is, okay, scale one to five, each one of you, you know, rank five being the most, how satisfied are you in your relationship kind of as a general big picture whole? And then sometimes we take it down to categories. How do you feel like they're showing up loving you well? How do they feel? How do you feel that they are showing up being available to you? How do you feel that they are showing up with full emotional engagement, availability for recreational partnership? How on a scale of one to five, do you feel like you are having conversations about meaning and purpose and directional living? Where do you rank in satisfaction on the intimacy aspect, physically and sexually? And there's a difference. If you haven't heard me talk about it, I'm eventually going to again, I'm sure. But anyway, but then, you know, scale one to five, how satisfied are you in the relationship right now? Because we're taking an inventory, we're taking a temperature, doing a thermostat check. <laughs> and inevitably, they'll give, you know, one will give a number and the other one will give a number. Sometimes I make them hide their number in their hand and do it at the same time, you know. But in general, healthy couples who are on their checkups kind of know how to already do this check-in and they kind of know Dr. Shannon's going to ask them this kind of a question anyway. So they're smart enough to know, well, how are you going to answer? You know, so they're not taken off guard, but sometimes let's say they give a four. Okay. That's actually really good <laughs> because they understand there's always ways of improving and tweaking and deepening how they're loving well with one another. So my question is that, okay, for if you're both at a four, tell me what would need to happen to get to 4.5? 
And so then they are honest. And um, my healthy couples are able to open that up as curious understanding. They don't feel offended or judged. They're excited that they have a, a, a invested partner that says, I want to keep showing up along the way to continue giving as much information of what my needs are so that they have the information learning how to love well because I trust them enough. I believe in them enough that they desire to want to do that for me and they take vulnerable risks. And then the other one is able to hear and understand and they lean in. And this is what healthy couples do. Because if they're honest, we're all in a state of growth. We learn new things every day. Oh my gosh, I am kind of a self-growth guru. I love podcasts. Um, I love information. And we are, we're constantly like barraged with new information and new um, understanding and, you know, embracing differing perspectives and opinions and inclusions. This is the age. So why would you think, you know, everything about your partner and everything about how to continue to learn how to love well? Please don't stagnate yourself in these areas. Healthy couples say, we want to get help from the experts that know and thrive in giving resources in this area. Let me tell you, when I was doing my Ph.D. research and um, one of the areas uh, I did research in is just the uniqueness of Christian couples, that they really kind of have a different way. And I'm going to do a longer you know, podcast and a longer live show about those unique cultural differences with faith based couples, especially Christian faith based couples versus maybe secular couples. But one thing that I garnered that is pertinent to the discussion today is that faith-based Christian couples are less likely, you heard me, less likely to reach out to professional marital therapy. They regard it as an admission that's failure and they carry a lot of guilt and shame out of needing to get help. And that is just a myth. No more does walking a faith road and faith practice and a faith discipline prepare you to know how to love well intimately than if you don't. It is not intuitive a lot of times, especially with family of origin. And even though maybe scripturally we are taught what that 1 Corinthians 13 chapter says, love is patient, love is kind. <laughs> Sometimes in marriages, love doesn't show up patient and kind. And so we got to understand that. And so sometimes actually doing and honoring our walk in faith to the Lord is saying, let's go to that Christian marriage expert that will teach us how to do this honorably for one another, 
for our family, to honor our values, and to honor our faith. So healthy couples get help. Healthy Christian couples seek help with very expertise Christian therapists that understand the nuances of Christian marriage and Christian relationship. All right, guys, that's your tip for the day. I would love to hear from you. If you're on the prevention end or the remediation end, I'm here for you. I love working with couples that show up and say, we want to learn how to love well. I offer a free 30-minute consultation to anybody. If you want to sign up for that, you'll find that 30-minute free consultation on my website, shannonrobertscounseling.com. That's Shannon with one N, S-H-A-N-O-N, robertscounseling.com. I'm going to drop it in the chat right now. It's been an honor being with you today. Join me next week as we talk about the next tip of what healthy couples do. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening, Love Leaders. Be sure to check out all our links in the show notes and visit me at shannonrobertscounseling.com. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any others. Until next time, go lead in loving well.